not hold a pen what happened welcome back to our sheltered little lives here in downtown australia you're on the chats with cats podcast with me rick him dan and him mark welcome to another week gentlemen good to be back rick now i say sheltered little lives i don't know if you guys have seen this but it's been going on for a while there's a volcano that's going pretty wild in um the south american region the La Palma volcano. Have you heard about it? No. I um, I was eating my dinner tonight and the TV was on mute and I saw big fuck-off boulders going down a massive mountain with lava and that, I assume that's probably what it was. What, what country are we working with here? Uh, it's, it's a Spanish island. Okay. So it's like South America, Europe type thing. This volcano is currently spitting out blocks of molten lava as large as three-story buildings. Yeah, I think that's what that I saw. It was fucked up. It's so, insane. So nothing too intimidating. Just, nah. Just three stories. No, nah, you'd walk through it. Pretty yeah. normal for you, I would have thought, actually. Yeah. Definitely. Three stories. Can you get your head around that for a second? Well, that's this room, plus another room, and plus one more. Oh, one, two, three. Yeah. yeah. Got it. What would you do if you're in that situation and you saw, if you were close to it? Do you remember... When's the last volcano movie that they ever made? Dante's Peak or something? Yeah, like yeah. That? And that, was uh, that Pierce Brosnan? Volcano. Oh, good one from last week. Could have got that one. Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones is also pretty good. Actually, let's go even sooner than that movie. Do you remember the fucking New Zealand volcano that fucked up all those tourists? Well, that wasn't a movie, but... No, in r- real life, they were on a day trip to a volcano yeah. site that always smokes and whatever, and it wasn't the lava that fucked them up. It was um, all the... F- I don't know, something. The hot. What were you going to say? The fascia. The fascia, fascia. Something came down and if fucked you, them up. Well, if you're near a volcano and it erupts, you do not need to get hit by the lava to yeah. get third degree burns. Hmm. I was watching the doco about what you were talking about. Yeah, so and, you've seen it. Yeah, and the burn victims, man. Like, they were lucky to survive. Yeah. Oh, so it was just the, skin, the heat radiating off the. No, like that. Skin and, melting off yeah, their Yeah, skin melting off. It was like. Well, it's obviously it, the heat. Then. Even like um, whatever's falling from the sky. I, I don't know. I can't remember the things. I'm very bad at remembering things, but it, it wasn't lava. It's just like the. I guess it's the dust, the ash, volcanic all of that. Ash. Yeah, just the v- volcanic ash was like melting their skin and they were like running oh towards the water and God. they couldn't get out. You know how lucky we are? Like, what do we ever see in Australia or in Adelaide? Like earthquake. A, yeah, 3.1 earthquake. earthquake. One of my chairs fell over. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty awful. That's it. That's, that's it. Uh, Apart from, no. Have you recovered yet? No, I had to pick it up and put it back on its Oh, no. Did it break? What, did, did the insurance it. pay out on that? No, they refused. Oh, fuck. It was horrible. Assholes. Yeah. You, you know that we did get fucked up in 1956 in Darlington, actually, close to where you are. Oh, really? Yeah, big fuck-off earthquake. I, I'm making up numbers, but it was around eight, I believe, and it was big. Uh, eight, you reckon? Yeah. Eight minus the 20% mayo, take the, take uh, the rounding up. It was yeah. six. It's and then put no. another dollop on. <laughs> but no, seriously, like the worst thing that we get is, I don't know, flooding. We've had a few floods like in Australia. I'm not talking about Adelaide. I've got a question for you too. If we look at the world and we go, okay, we've got it very good. Like we live in a really good country in probably one of the places in our country where we've experienced the least amount of bullshit in the last few years mm-hmm. uh, in relation to COVID as well. 
What is the number one place in the world where they go, we actually have it better than anyone? Like, we would be near the top, I would assume. I've got the answer for you, actually. Oh, do you? The world's most livable cities in 2021. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Number one, Auckland, New Zealand. New Zealand have it boring. New Zealand have no, it hang good. On. Have you yeah. ever been to Auckland though? It is have the you, most boring fucking city. Yeah. Have you seen well, some of the views that they have? The guy that designed Adelaide designed New Zealand and Auckland. Didn't design New Zealand the country, but same same city guy. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. It's a man made country. <laughs> just started sculpting the ground. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hey, um, just going back to the thing, it was about twenty percent mayo. It was a five point six, so probably eighty percent mayo. Well, that's what I said. Round it down to carry the two six. Yeah. Beautiful. Well done. And it was 1954, not 56. Second most livable city in the world, Osaka, Japan. Yeah. Everyone I, loves Japan. Yeah. I've never been. I love it. I've been there. Oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is good. Um, everyone's everyone's so friendly in Japan. but oh, like Too friendly. But, but you can tell, you look right in their eyes and they go... I really fucking hate you. Yeah. But I'm Japanese, so I have to be really nice. It's the nice. polite and culture. I rely, you are. I rely on your, yeah. your, your Western money to but get by. Fuck, I really want to punch you in the face. Not at all. Not even that. They just, they're just, the way they're brought up, amazing humans. Compared? Have to be so polite. They, they're amazing and they'll do anything to help you. Compare Japanese people to Americans. I'm sorry, but like, let's. Compare them to Australians, they're No, but like Americans take it a step further with like the rudeness and like all that fucking Mm. vibe, that arrogance. It depends on what state you go to. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. All right, tick, tick. That was a little Number three on the list, Mm. Adelaide. Oh. Adelaide, Australia. Here we are. Third most livable city in the world. I'll go down the list. Wellington, New Zealand. So New Zealand in the top uh, four twice. Man-made country. Top four twice, of course. Uh, Tokyo. So Japan enter the top five twice, then Perth, Zurich, Switzerland, Geneva, Switzerland, Melbourne, Australia. I don't know how the fuck that made it in there, and Brisbane. Now, no disrespect to Melbourne, but those poor bastards have been living in their houses for the last almost a year, mm. on and off. It's crazy. But anyway, answer just answer your question, Adelaide. And I think the worst thing I think I would have ever seen here is maybe some bad hail. Mm. Yeah. What, what happens? Uh, in Australia, on social media, when Adelaide gets labelled as one of the most livable cities, what does everyone that isn't from Adelaide do? Your Melbournes, your Sydneys. Same thing when anyone posts anything positive. I can't find handle the negative. it. I can't handle it. Oh, Adelaide. Oh, I hate Adelaide. Like, I want to put them down. Oh, Adelaide shit. We're like the All second inbred country. Everyone turns into uh, Pujara. They go on the defence and they're like, <laughs> fucking, I'm going to. Exactly. Fucking. But they treat us like we're like the second version of Tasmania. Oh, fucking, you're inbred down there. All right. But when, oh, I think they're getting a little uh, bit intimidated. No, no we're not. Like, enjoy your lockdowns, you losers. Sorry. Oh, getting a bit personal. Sorry, I hope none of them are listening. <laughs> no, we're, we're very, very lucky here in Adelaide. Um, something else, I'm going to turn our focus and attention to sport here for a second. Oh, yeah, here we go. Something I'm not familiar with. Probably should have mentioned it last episode, but um, on the weekend, Tyson Fury is now the undisputed champion of heavyweight boxing. Now, I've had some shit to say about boxing on this podcast, it's crap and it's got no, like, it's just irrelevant anymore. Boxing's back. Yeah, you watched the fight, did you? I watched the highlights of the fight. <laughs> I have kids. I don't get to go to the pub and watch fights. Anyway, um, this these two blokes, so Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, just belted the living fucking suitcases out of each other 
into the 11th. So it's a 12-round match. Mm. 11th round stoppage. Tyson Fury finally got it done against Deontay Wilder. I, TKO? I, no, knock it. Like, yeah, he knocked him down and the yeah. was fucked. So. I, I heard that stoppage. the winner got knocked down a couple of times before he won. Yeah, he did. So you don't, re- you don't really often see that. That's nah. a rarity. Once you get rattled, you're rattled. Like, to come back a, from that, I wish that's I good. watched that fight. The 11 f- rounds. The funniest thing about it, though, if you, if you Google Tyson Fury and you see him, if you looked at the two blokes standing side by side with no top on, mm-hmm. you'd be like, who is this bloke that they've pulled out of the local TAB who's just finished a pint and five burgers? He's so big and just fat and doesn't look fit at all. Like just a frumpy. Mate, he's got the biggest love handles. Like like a, like a John Candy sort of job? Uh, not John Candy, not that bad. But he's a, he's a huge character, huge. Sorry, Jack Black. Probably Jack Black. Okay. So we're working with Jack. Okay. We can work with Jack. Is he's, he's bald He's head? taller. Yeah, he's bald. Oh, yeah. I've got a photo up here. Yeah. He looks like he's he's like a keg on legs. Yeah. Amazing. Kind of guy that doesn't skip dessert. He looks like a guy that doesn't like the gym. Yeah. He likes he likes to go to the bar. Yeah. But the cardio, good, good if anyone has ever tried boxing, the cardio you need mm-hmm. to – and fucking 11 rounds of just throwing haymakers at people. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of a that was a cool sound effect. I might use that for later. He makes at people. Yeah, unbelievable. You would not ever think that nah. he could do it, and then you look at his opponent, jacked to fuck. And you know, I reckon that guy could shark the fuck out of people in street fights, just rip his shit off and go, right, hundred bucks, I'll beat you." And well, he couldn't now because he's super famous. Yeah, but I know. But back then, before it's insane. But well done to him. That's amazing. Another sports stat I came across today: if Steve Smith, Stephen P. Devereaux Smith. Of uh, former... Excuse me, was that a middle name? Yes. What's the, the middle name? Oh, the P, I'm not sure. Peter, probably. Stephen Peter Devereaux Smith. <laughs> Devereaux. Devereaux. Yeah, look it up. Devereaux. Yeah, okay. I like him a little bit less now. Oh, well, that's your fault. Yeah. If uh, Stephen Peter Devereaux Smith of former Australian captain um, Sandpaper Gate fame <laughs> made a duck in every one of the next 25 innings he goes out to bat... He will still have a better batting average than Joe Root, the England captain. Hang on, 25? Next 25 innings, if he got a duck every inning. So his total score that he's ever made in tests, add another 25 on to divide his total, and he's still going to have a better score. Oh, my God. That's that's like a full year of batting. Yeah, it's wild. So in the lead-up to the Ashes, we are talking about cricket last pod, in the lead-up to the Ashes, the Barmy Army have come out and they're starting to throw spears at Tim Payne. Oh, yeah, Tim Payne's got a shit batting average, you, you know, worse than Joe Root. Blah. It's like, okay, mate, Tim Payne was never mm. getting picked as a batsman initially. He's a fucking wicketkeeper and a leader of men. Exactly. Tim Payne is so unfairly treated. He got thrown into captaincy because two, three guys, maybe the team, who knows, made a fucking horrible decision to sandpaper the ball and they got done for ball tampering. Correct. One of the mm-hmm. worst things you can do. Tim Payne got thrown into the deep end. Yep. And all these Aussies, oh, he's a shit captain. He shouldn't be captain. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't because all of these fuckheads for our And questionably shouldn't have been up. the wicketkeeper. Like there were other nah, guys. He's a good keeper. He's good, but he's there were other keeper. guys that could have been there. Mate, Tim Payne was about to sign on as a rep for Kookaburra. Literally. He was taking a job with Kookaburra as a rep. Oh, he was going to retire from cricket? Yes. Yep. He's there like, you go. there's nothing left Tim in this Payne for me. Tim Payne has done a great job, maybe an unpopular opinion. The only time he fucked up was when he... Okay, so on social media, he was sledging. And everyone was like, well, Tim Payne is really funny on the lip. Mm-hmm. 
what gets into Tim's head. He wants I need to, to keep doing it. He wants to go again. Like, up the ante. Yeah, the Aussies like this. Then he sledges again and we lose and all of a sudden, oh, the joke's uh, on me and then he gets heaps of criticism. But yeah. then he doubles but, down and does it again and again. Yeah. It's like, man. Hey, anyone that criticises Tim a few Payne, games, honestly, bro. do the mathematics. Okay, he, fucking he, let's, shut let's up. go. I know you want to continue here, but let's just stop for a second. Sledging in sport, whether it's professional, let's say school, or even like social, like indoor soccer or your footy, are you into it or do you hate it? Do you think you should, without being racist or being sexist or, you know, where where's it go and, and how much fun do you have with it? I think, for me, you have to know a bit about the other team. If you know something about them and you can throw something quirky in there or make fun of something that they've, they've like you, fucked up. You know up their there. fullbacks crashed his car last week or something. Yeah, like, you know, something, something like, like that. that. Like, oh, oh mate, you couldn't crash a pack, but you can crash your car. Something oh, quick, nice. not bad. Something like that. Okay. Good. I need you on my footy team. Yeah, I would witty. Yeah. That was on me. I would have gone to the bench. Yeah. That was ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, if you if you're taking stabs at their personal life, or mm. you know, if they've got something unfortunate that you're trying to take a jab at, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. So you're no so you're saying if you can be quirky and witty all day long, but if you go 100%. personal and dark, like, oh, someone's dead family member or let's say something sexist or racist. 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 That's, that's sexist and racial at the same time. So don't be racist. I've actually okay. heard someone, a friend of mine's mother, use racist. She thinks it's the way you say the word. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, there's two of us now. Racist. Wow. Uh, okay. Don't um, be racist, Dan. Okay. When Rick mentioned sports stats, I got a hard on. No, okay. Just I'm just being honest. <laughs> Did your lo- pendulum come back? <laughs> Absolutely. It's there. It's there. Playing the banjo, wiggling the finger. I have. <laughs> I, <laughs> deliverance. I have two stats. What the first one is amazing, and the yeah. second one is extraordinarily good. Okay. So this year Melbourne wins the flag. They didn't concede. 100 plus points for the entire season. So every team that they beat scored 99 or less. Excluding the year before when COVID was around and they played 16 minute quarters, that doesn't count. That's irrelevant. Because you lose 16 minutes of time. What was the last year, not looking at my paper, uh, Dan, you guess first. What was the last year before Melbourne, obviously, this year, 2021, where a team won the flag and didn't concede 100 points? Okay, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, obviously you don't know the team. 1934, it would have been University versus Footscray and Footscray won. Classic call, 1934. He's trying to be really clever. All right, go. No, I think it was like Richmond. Just guess the year. 1999. No, sorry, 2019, I mean. Oh, he thinks I'm trying to play a trick. No, it's uh, Essendon 1965. Oh, right in the middle. Right. So that is, doing my maths, that's what, uh, 56 years? Yeah. That it's been since a team has won and not conceded 100. Well done. Okay. This this, 76. this one should... 66 years. 66 years. No, 35 plus. No, uh, it's all right. 56. 56. Do it again. What year did you say? I said 1965. Oh, I thought you said 56. 56. No, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> Next one you'll love. Rick. Dan, you'll love this one. Okay. There's one player that has been born on the date a team has won the flag and he's played for that team and won the flag. Hang on So a his second. birthday was the day they won the they flag. They won the flag and he played for that team and won. Fuck, could you imagine the yeah. bender after that? Now, now I'm telling you there's one player and I'm, I'm confident that we'll never see one in our lifetime nor will anyone else see one again. Like... This is impossible. I'm telling you now. 
Why? There's heaps of people are born in September, like okay. at the end of September. Yeah, but then you have to play AFL and you have to play for that team that wins the flag. It's pretty hard. I reckon we'll see it again. It, it, I reckon we'll see it again. There's only ever been one in yeah. history. You want to hear? Scott Lysette for West Coast was born on the 26th of September, 1992. Oh, what a boring when West, player. When West Coast beat Geelong, 113-85. I didn't have that written down, I just know. And then he won the flag 2018 against Collingwood. Fuck. Now, shout out to my man Todd Lewis, who tweets me all these really good stats all the time. And he gets them from a guru. I forget. The, Is he the weatherman? The, yeah, he's yeah, the weatherman. Senior meteorologist, loves it. And he gets them from some guru who always tweets out stats. So, shout out to Todd. How good's that? I know it's crazy. Stats are crazy. good, aren't they? I love them. Oh, Do you know what? And, and bad? horny Quin, uh, coincidental stats that make you go, "Ooh, I love them." Ooh, how did that happen? Oh, hello, Sally. Um, you know what's bad? Now we've got partners. You have had partners before, unless you're lying. I think he's got a partner now, and he hasn't told us. Really? I don't know. There's I'm, something up. I'm single. Go on, keep going. Ready to mingle? Uh. Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's too busy being successful. How often do you go somewhere or is it it gets to dinner time and you'll say to Alison, hey, what do you want for dinner? And she goes, don't know. Like, well, you're saying t- with me and Alison directly? Yeah. Like for fucking every second night probably without lying? Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So what do you do? You offer, you're often on an alternative or a suggestion? Say, hey, how about we do this? Okay. Uh, no thanks. Don't okay. feel like that. What no, else? What happens is it will be like, um, oh, what have we got in the fridge? Oh, we've got that leftovers. Or there's this we need to cook. Oh, I don't feel don't like feel that. Don't feel like that. I don't feel like that. Okay. Well, what would you like to do? Oh, there's nothing to eat in the area. Okay. Well, how about we travel a bit further out? What about this place? No, I don't feel like it. Uh, well, what about this place? No, I need to get dressed up to go there. Mm. Um, what about uh, the place that you said you loved last time? Mm, no, no, I don't, I don't feel like going there. We've spoken about this and you guys loved it. Opening up a store, great marketing strategy from last week called I Don't Know. Yes. Hey, what what do you wanna where do you want to go for dinner? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Take her to I Don't Know. I Don't Know is All a right, restaurant. Get in the car. Oh, what do you mean? I Don't Know is a restaurant that specializes in annoying girlfriends and partners that don't know <laughs> what the fuck they want. Yeah. They rock up and you're like, hey, babe, we're here. We're here. I don't know. She's like but I said, I don't, well, we're fucking here. So fucking get out of the car. Get in sit and down order something off the menu. And eat something off the menu, you indecisive person. You can say bitch. Bitch. Okay, it is a great idea. But the problem with that business model is you go there once and it's done. Not it, if it's amazing, though. If correct. you get the food right. Yeah, I, I know. But good then, value, okay. good vibe, amazing. But, but not only do you, you miss half your first customers that go like, oh, I've been there and it's just like the place that's closer to home. Don't really care. There's no difference between it. But, like, if you go to, um, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what I want for dinner. And you take her there. She, you've already been there. But she actually meant I don't know. But I know of I don't know. Then you take her to a place she's already been to. And she didn't mean I don't know. And then you're stuck. I don't know. Okay. So Dan just grabbed a bucket and threw a, fi- threw, threw a bucket of water on your fire, mate. Mate, honestly. He's put out the idea. I don't know is a really cool name for a place to eat at, I reckon. I would totally go there. If you drove past, I don't know, you'd be like, Oh, my girlfriend's told me to go there like 35 times. <laughs> <laughs> the most requested restaurant in all of the world. I don't know. Crazy. But what's the, what's the extension of that, right? So you're going to get something to eat. Hey, I'm going to go and grab something from the whatever shop. 
Yep. Do you want anything? No, nah, I don't feel like anything. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. All good. I'm fine. Not hungry. Cool. Well, I'm going to get this. Yep. Done. Got it. You get home. They smell it. Oh, that smells all right. Can, hey, can I have a chip? Mm. Um, oh, what have you got? A burger. Oh, can I have a bite of that? Mm. It's like, oh, hang on a second. I didn't go to the fucking shops and buy 1.5 meals just in case you wanted something. Yeah. I bought one meal for me because you said you fucking didn't want it. And now I'm 25% hungry still. 25% if that, maybe more. Mm, exactly. I saw something on a menu once. It's very much to do with what I was getting at. It's called I Don't Want Anything. And it was this little side menu at a place so when your girlfriend says, I don't want anything, it's like a little small chips, like three chicken nuggets and like like a dipping sauce. Like That's a, amazing. That's but, better yeah. than the so, restaurant so idea. So it's like a little tiny, it's yeah. like a little tiny little thing that you Do you know what get. that is? That is the it's equivalent like little... of, of a single man going down to the beach and giving the seagulls what they want. Get over there and let me finish my meal. And yeah. you're throwing that to your girlfriend, the little seagull meal. There you go. Have your chips, have your nuggets. That's perfect. Where did you see that? Do you remember? Uh... It must have been fucking Facebook. <laughs> he says, "Oh, it so it wasn't like somewhere in Adelaide. No, it wasn't a local it, place. No, it was like I saw the menu and it, like it was a really cool menu in the bottom left corner. Like something like my girlfriend doesn't want anything. Hey, do you know this? That's so good. That is amazing. Yeah. Do you know this doesn't even? It's not even takeout food. Sometimes I'm a really nice guy, and Alison will be what? on the couch. Really? Yeah, sometimes she'll be tired. She'll be like, oh." Can you get me a bottle of water? I'll, I'll fill up a bottle of water, bring it over. She's like, oh, I want a hot water bottle. And I'll do that. And then she's like, oh. Foot massage? Oh. Sometimes, sometimes. Very nice guy getting these nice mood times and I'll start giving her everything she wants when she's on the counter like a slave. Fucking kill me. Anyway, she'll be like, oh, can you cook me like some toast or something? I'm like, how many pieces do you want? She goes, oh, just one. I know in my head immediately that's at least two or three. So I then calculate, could I possibly eat a piece of toast right now? Yes, I could. I will put three in the toaster. I will butter and Vegemite them and I'll bring her over one and I'll keep two hostage at the counter and she eats the one and goes, could you make me another? And I just lift it up in the air and go, already done. I can predict. But but it's cold by the time it gets to her. Doesn't matter. It's her own fault for not knowing her future hunger. Normal temperature toast is okay. And it's the same thing with anything. I'll put yeah. something in the air fryer, which you don't have and you don't like because you've never owned one. But oh, you I, keep, you, you, You're the one that keeps telling everyone to get an air fryer. Get an air fryer. I always go double what she wants because I know once she smells it and she eats it, gobble guts wants double. Her front brain. Gobble guts. Yeah, I call her gobble guts. Yeah, she'll eat everything. Oh, it's, it's a thing. Gobble and guts. I, I know for a fact there's other guys Write out that here down. That, that cook we'll for study th- it later. Yeah. Have you not heard gobble guts? I've heard it. Oh, I, I just wasn't expecting you to say that. Too. Uh, I heard it. Oh, I was, that's, that's oh, it was in 1998, name. though. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. And there'll be other guys out there or other girls with husbands that are the same. Oh, no, I'm, I'm 100% sure I just want one pie or I just want half a sausage roll. And then they eat it and they go, oh, actually, can you, can you? No, I've already fucking turned off the oven. I've already put the sauce away. You can go shove that fucking plate up your ass. So it's a thing. It happens. Oh, dear. It's such a conundrum, though, because it's like you don't want to be an asshole, and it doesn't really matter. Like if you lose five chips off your plate, a bite of the burger, who cares? It's like you well, can you, always – you did 10 minutes ago. You can always eat more. But that's what I'm saying. Like when, you, when you're in the moment, you're like, how fucking dare you take something away from me? But then if you take a step back from it, it's like it actually doesn't I disagree. really matter. Okay, let's say you're at your house and you travel into Blackwood – to a takeaway place and you come back home, she takes 30% of your chips, 
two bites of your burger. You can't just take 10 steps and reorder from the counter. You've got to drive all the way back. Yeah, but how often do you get a meal and you, you're always left like 20% short? You're like, I'm, I'm sort of full. I, I always feel like that. Are you someone that finishes I'm that? always I always um, over-order and don't have these problems because I, I don't mind putting something in the fridge and reheating it later. I like love I, that. I, I, love counter, that. I counter product um, these issues. Yeah. But yeah. If, if you want to be like, what are you laughing? You're just saying some fucking dumb shit. Yeah. I counter product these issues. Oh, oh fuck off. You know what I'm saying. You're I'm, a reverse engineer it. Yeah. Yeah. I break it down. Counterintuitive. Exactly. Yeah. No, I just try to buy just more than I need, and then yeah. if someone needs some more, then it's there, and then later, the extra more can be heated yeah. up and eaten as a snack. That's good. That's good. What about restaurants? Changing pace slightly. You ever go to a restaurant and it's or a takeaway place or whatever it is, and it's like wicked, and you think, far out, I'd love to come back here. Yes. And then it's like aspirational. Maybe it's not somewhere you go all the time, and then finally you get back to that place, and you go... What the fuck happened here? Oh my, every fucking time I go anywhere, that's what happens. What really? are some strategies you can put in place to make sure that doesn't happen? Maybe go there the same night. Maybe the same chef's working. And, and that's what I was going to say. I think it's the chef thing. I really do. Like, And even with simpleton places, which are like, just put it in the deep fryer and do this and this and this, they still fuck it up. I don't know how. But I think you're right onto something here. Well, you've been somewhere recently that you had a poor experience the second time you were there. Oh. I can't me- – oh, should I mention it? Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. I went to a place called Matolo, yeah. wine region, and it's $110 per person, right? Yeah, okay. You got to pay a $25 deposit to get in there, and then all their wines are like $50, $60 a bottle. So Expensive. Yeah, it's, it's an expensive night out. But Alison and I went there eight months ago, did the 110 It's an eight-course meal, right? So you get a fair bit of food, but it's all small portions. And last time, I reckon six out of the eight, we were like, that was fucking exceptional. Two, we were like, uh, it was okay. Walked away feeling like, you know, for the money we spent, we had a great time. Like, it was value for money. The experience, the staff, the wine, everything. Redid it recently. Bill came to $684 between four people. Food was fucked. It was the slightly different menu. So they'd switched out like certain things in the eight course yep. thing. Wine was still amazing, but the service was even better than the first time, which comes back to when you said, does the service sometimes cover for the fact that the food's shit? Yes, it does, but not when it's that not, expensive. Not to that extent. Yeah. But, yeah, it was really disappointing. And I remember, I reckon it was the fifth plate came out and it had just been landed on, on, on the table. And the guy turns to me and goes, oh, how is everything tonight? And I turned it to him and I was like, to be honest, a bit shit, hey. And Just he was like, brutally honest. Yeah, like I told you, I am. And he's yeah. like, oh, really? Oh. And then I was like, hang on a second. No one else has said anything yet. I was like, Alison, what did you think of your pasta? So oh, I threw. threw yeah, oh, I threw, no. Yeah. Damn. So I threw it under the bus. She goes, well, it was. I was like, well, she didn't really like it. So I had to come and save her. Then I said, and this was a bit bland. And I said, and that wasn't very good. But what have we got to come? And he goes, the steak. But I guarantee you, we'll, we'll make it up with the steak. I was like, okay, cool. And a little bit of me thought that, like, maybe we might get to the end and they'll go, oh, we've comped, like, a bottle of wine for you guys because you didn't quite enjoy it. No, nah, no, nah, didn't do anything. So I was a little bit disappointed at that too. Do you, because think, that, do you think the comping and, oh, yeah, we'll throw in this and that so you come back and, you know, you're satisfied. Do you think a lot of that depends on how popular their place is? It's like we don't really need don't you to come back. It. Like, we're yeah. popular. Well, like, here's the thing. Whether you're here or not, we don't really give a fuck. Here's the thing. 
it got me thinking because it was the four of us at a table, a couple to the left of us, and two more tables of four. That was it. And the rest of the uh, restaurant was empty. And I thought, maybe they've been going downhill in the last eight months. But I drove back the next day to get my car and the place was fucking packed. <laughs> like, like, it literally like was. There was, there was music cranking. There were cars everywhere. I was thinking like... Oh. One of the cars was on fire. Like. <laughs> Timmy Trumpet was on there. <laughs> <laughs> Cops were like on yeah, their so, bike. <laughs> yeah, but the other, the other thing is though, I'm sure they've had a lot of people... They were just celebrating you and your fucking loser friends leaving. Yeah, yeah getting the fuck out of there. But the thing is like if you're a restaurant owner or a waiter... And someone says like, oh, look, I wasn't that happy. Oh, we'll comp you like a bottle of wine, a $50 bottle. Like how many times has that happened just because the person wants some free wine, not that they're actually genuinely unhappy with the food? So there's that little scam Maybe. that they might deal with every now and then. So, But he, he, gen- he knew I was genuine about it. What about sometimes you get stuff that you shouldn't – like get stuff for a lot less money, not quite comping but cheap yeah. that you shouldn't get. There was a – restaurant that opened up this is a while ago you may not even remember that it ever existed there was a restaurant like a proper restaurant that opened up in rundle mall right and a friend of mine was working there as a chef and my parents were up one night and they said oh we should go there so it was a nice night we went in there beautiful meal and we ordered just like an entry-level bottle of wine to share on the table i think it was like 30 bucks 25 30 bucks right yeah the lady server comes out with a bottle of um, Rockford basket press Shiraz and she's just like, didn't, you know how sometimes I'll bring it and they show it to the table? Yeah. It's what you ordered. Open it. Are you happy with that? Taste it. This bitch came up with this bottle, popped the cork and poured all the glasses and I saw it and I was just starting to study wine marketing at the time and I looked down and I was like, holy shit, that's like a $120 bottle of wine. No. And I said to the lady, that's not what we ordered and she's like, oh, all right, well, what did you order again? And I said it, and she checked her thing. She's like, oh, shit. She goes, all right, we'll just do it for that price. And I was like, bingo. Oh, wow. So good. Wait, that's, that's so good. That's why sometimes people that are willing to speak up get yeah. you know, the benefits. Because if you're an introvert, you're like, oh, shit, uh, yeah. What like, do we stay do? Quiet. What do, we like, do? Yeah. The bill comes in, oh, yeah, 120. Oh, that's just some bad luck. I guess yeah. we just pay for that. You can't that. do that. No. Oh, that's, that, that's their mistake. So the, I've, that, that's that's called justice, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I saw something interesting before we go into five seconds in oh. the news. I'm going to do a quick ninety-year-old piss while you do that. Yeah, uh, you do that, mate. Yeah, yeah. Go on. All right. Here's the headline. Yeah. When a woman stole his dog, this man didn't press charges. Instead, he's paying for her drug rehab. So a woman has stolen a man's dog. Do we know what breed? Does it say? Oh, you keep talking. I'll try and find it. Okay. So the woman steals the man's dog. Now, in a typical situation, you would think that the man is like, okay, let's throw this bitch in jail. Like, everyone's so protective of their dogs. Like, this woman needs to go to prison. Do some hard time. What has he done instead? Paid for her drug rehab. It's a Chinese Sharpay. I don't know what that means, but that's a breed of dog. Sounds expensive. I'm sorry, but like... If that was me, like, go to jail, bitch. Go like, to jail, uh, you scumbag. So the, the dog's been stolen and he's found out, okay, this chick obviously has mental health issues and she's done this because she's in, like, some sort of maybe mental psychosis and she doesn't know what she's doing. Do you know what she's addicted to? Fentanyl. Do you know what that is? F- uh, fentanyl? Oh, I've heard it before. Fentanyl is like... Um, 
when women go in and get a spinal tap before they give oh, birth, okay. it's that's the drug that they give them. Sounds so good. it's like it's like um, doesn't this make like people go anas- crazy? It's like an anesthetic, basically, but it's kind of like a codeine type thing or something like that. Does it make people go crazy? Yeah. Fentanyl, probably. I don't know. Fentanyl? Oh. No, it makes you go fucking relaxed by the sound yeah, of it. What is that drug that makes people fucking Mate, almost zombie like? If I needed to push Bar-sharks. out a baby, I would want to be relaxed, not go crazy. So mm, I think I'm thinking of something. When else. people go crazy on stuff like that, it's when they're not on the drug. That's when they go crazy. <laughs> but people with pets, if people love their pets, if anyone stole one of your cats and you found out would you be like, oh shame? They've got a, They've had a hard life. No, you wouldn't. Now my tolerance for people, the mm. older I get, is it's, lower and lower. It's like last week when we were talking about my video, right? Mm. Uh, headline: Man and dog in serious car accident. Everyone online is the dog okay? Hundred yeah. uh, percent. Is the man? No, no one cares about the man, Dan. Yeah, did he hurt his hip when he fell no, off the thing? No one cares. It's the dog. Yeah. The dog. It's like in a movie. Oh, they see the trailer. Oh, there's a dog in it. Oh, if this dog dies, I'm not seeing the film. Mm. People, yeah, we've spoken people, about this. People lose their minds on animals now. Mm. Is it like a? I genuinely love animals more than humans, or is it more like? Pat me on the back. I'm just such an animal lover, and like I'm. It's so because caring. especially dogs just want the best for humans. But there's a lot of humans that treat dogs like shit. So oh, it's, it's you know it's those humans that get rejected by people in particular women, and they have nowhere to go and they get the dog and all of a sudden they have a dog that loves them. Oh, mm. I love dogs. This is all about choices. My dog would never though, right? cheat on me. Yeah, Choices. This woman had a choice to do drugs. Yes. Right? Yeah. She also had a choice not to fucking do drugs, but she chose to do drugs and she ended up getting hooked for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Now, whatever's led her to that point to do drugs, whatever, there's a choice. There's still a choice. doesn't matter if you're sad or if you're happy or if you feel like you in a bad place or whatever, there's still a choice. You choose to do it and you should live with those decisions, right? She also chose to fucking steal the guy's dog. Yep. She chose to do that. Mm-hmm. A conscious decision. She said, oh, that's a nice dog. I might take that. That's not yours. Don't take it. Yeah. Like something in your brain still sh- should go, oh, fuck, I shouldn't do this. Mm. But no, she's made the decision. But so fuck her. Yeah. She can go to jail. Yeah, I'm the same with Rick. Fuck her. Don't like her. You know who else can get fucked in five seconds? You too. Not, not quite the same segue that Rick, that Rick has. You know what? We needed a different angle. But there was no five-second thing. That yeah. was just, oh, you're good. Uh, All right, Rick goes first. All right. I Get ready. first last time. Name three animals starting with the letter P. Pig, pelican, penguin. Oh. Parrot. Parrot. Well done. The, the time was still going Pangea. very much. Well done. Thank you. I should have that A1 was shit last week. What have you got with A? I said alpaca. What else? Uh, well, we could get a... Um, Anaconda? Is a, that, that's a lizard. Lizard, a but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I wrote it, I had about seven. So I thought this should be fairly easy. Now I'm stumped. So I have anyway, a question now. You can. Name... Oh, God, mate. Nothing's better than this. Name three Robin Williams movies. Mrs. Doubtfire. Um... Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! How have you fucked that up? He's your favourite actor. No, he's not. Oh, he is now. Good morning, Vietnam. One hour photo. The, the robot. Do you one? Know what, that's that one. Do you know what it? movie I was thinking of? <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Jumanji. Goodwill Good Hunting. Yeah, Goodwill. Oh, that's a great film. Love it. You when you say, "Oh, you would get this easily," like, yeah. Is that what does clearly, you in? Clearly, I crumble under pressure. You do. Um, All my, right, my crumble. Foot, my footy teammates will be able to. 
relate to that one. That's why you're in the bees. <laughs> All right. Name three people you might get naked in front of. Uh, my wife, my son, and a morgue guy. You know the morgue, uh, morgue mortician? I'll give it to him because he, oh, he would get naked if he was dead. But I would have said a doctor would have been a, another one. Oh, same, same, yeah, same. I'll give it to you. Well done. Well done. Thank you. He started the sentence before the time ran out. Okay. Uh, here we go. Name. Now, this could be anyone. All right? Anyone. No, doesn't matter how important they are. Name three movies where someone dies. Titanic, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and Forrest Gump. Great answer. Great answer. You didn't panic then. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have too. Like, that's a, that's a no hard question. No one dies in movies. Yes, they do, Dick. All right, here you go. Here's a panic question for you. Name three ex-AFL players. Jonathan Brown, Nick Rewalt, and uh, Nathan Buckley. Oh, well oh. done. It looked like the panic had set in. And there was I should no have just way. named the whole 1997 cross <laughs> you should have. grand final team. It's Tyson Edwards, <laughs> Matt, Matt Connell, five, Shane five Allen. Kane, uh, Kane Johnson, five seconds Shane is Allen, a, Trent Orman Allen. Five seconds is a brutal number. Isn't like, it? It's, ten seconds is like, okay, I have five <laughs> seconds to sort of... You can have a quick nap yeah. in ten seconds. <laughs> Get myself together. Okay. This, All right. Hang on. Oh, hang on. one more. Oh, no, don't jump sorry. the gun, mate. Just because you all get right. one good question right, doesn't mean we just move on. Oh, I got them all right. This it's time. not all about you. Okay. Right, you Name three clothing shops for women. All right, next one. <laughs> Sports girl. Uh, yeah. Oh. Shopping with women. I'm sorry. This that question relates back to how much I hate doing that. My number one thing: going with your girlfriend, wife, and they're doing their clothes shopping. That is the most excruciatingly painful thing ever. Yeah. And it, which is why I probably got one there. Oh, so you just have the fear of that one shop that you've... It's not. A, it's just the most boring experience ever. What girlfriend was going to sports girl? No. Was she 13? No, mate. It wasn't sports girl. It was the fact that that was the only one that came to mind. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Good, good. All right. Hoping we've all got something to contribute to this because I love it. Okay. Dumb things that you've done or you siblings have done or your cousins have done as kids we all do so much stupid stuff as kids and i'm going to kick it off all right go my sister love her dearly very much a tomboy when she was a younger kid and um, her best friend was our neighbor from across the road named pete pete was always at our place basically lived at our house as a kid and they did everything together now they also took it fucking way too far. Are they still friends? Yeah, we're still friends with Pete. Pete lives in Tassie now, though, so we don't see him as much. Um, I was going to line up a Tassie joke then. I thought, nah, I'll leave that. Now's not the time. Nah, I love people from Tassie. Now's not the time. Tassie. Uh, 11 p.m. tonight when Rick's gone is the time. Okay. <laughs> All right. So something that they were playing out in the backyard one day and I was inside and all of a sudden I hear this yelling. Richard, Richard. I'm thinking, what's going on out here? So I walked out the back, and in our backyard, basically normal fences on two two sides, but then one side, the fence was all a bit rickety and fucking ratty, and we used to actually get across the other side and muck around back there and stuff. What, like a barbed wire fence or just? No, like a wooden plank fence, but you could oh, yeah. walk fucking straight through it. Anyway, I'm looking for, like, where is this noise coming from? And then I figured maybe they're down the back, so I trot down the back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I get down there 
And Rebecca is standing over this huge, big, like one of those huge industrial paint buckets, big one. Like the big white one? Yep. Yeah. Exactly that one. Yeah. And it's full of poo. And I was like... Well, like cow shit. She's done a poo in the bucket. What? Why? What do you mean so, full of poo? Human, well, not full, but you know, like, it's got a poo got in a it. Poo in it. Okay, maybe so that, there, there's about 100 percent mate. 90 percent mate. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I need toilet paper. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, we just came out here to shit in this bucket. Now I need toilet paper. Oh fuck! I'm like, what are you talking about? So I've run inside, got them the toilet paper, gone back out there. But think about the dumb things you do as a kid. So they've gone. Oh, what could we do today? We're out here after school playing around. Oh, I know. There's a big white bucket out the back there. Why don't we go over the neighbor's fence and then shit in the bucket and then we'll co- like. Who oh, so th- the neighbor owns the bucket. Oh, but I don't know who owns the bucket. They went over, like, you went over the fence to shit in the bucket. Can we? And the friend is like female and a male, young kids, friends. She's like, come and watch me do a poo in a bucket. Oh, and, and just who a, does this? And okay, let how me, old were they? Like sixteen? <laughs> just, just imagine this too. The neighbour the next day, he's going out to pick up. You know, it's like I need to go get that that bucket to put the feed in to feed the sheep. And he just looks down. There's a fucking a massive turd from your sister yeah. in there. Where? How? And where did this? Like, did a sheep shit in here? Like, like he's not going to think that your sister did that. It's just two out there. Who does that? Your sister. Yes. <laughs> so there you go, Pete. Oh, You've been fuck. shamed. Shitting in a bucket. Oh, fuck. Um, I've got a couple of fucking weird ones. I'll, I'll keep a couple of them short. Um, I used to see my next-door neighbour all the time. We were really good friends. I used to just yell out his name over the fence. He'd come out. We'd hang out for hours and hours. And for some reason, I can't even remember to this day now why we stopped hanging out. But I then got a replacement friend that wasn't a next-door neighbour. We used to hang out all the time. I was telling him about him. And he built up a resentment for this kid for no reason. Because right? you were so, like... Well, I, I don't remember talking shit on him, point. but I remember just saying, oh, yeah, we used to be friends. But I think the boredom set in. So I remember this one time where you... Um, like, imagine Master Chef, but without the master, just bad chef. We went into the kitchen and got, like, an ice cream container, mm-hmm. threw a couple of eggs in there, a bit of flour, chocolate sauce, like, just raided the pantry and just put anything, milk... Stirred it up, right? Then we poured it into this jar and then we just buried it and put it under the ground for about three months. And then that's no mayo, probably let's say three days. No, it was a while. And we dug it up and I opened it up and it fucking stank. And it was like a congealed jelly, like imagine jam like that. And it oh, just yeah. stank, whatever it was, like off egg, milk, whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's what happens when you bury whatever we made, right? And he goes, well, you know what we should do? Let's get back at your friend. I was like, well, he never did anything to me that I can remember. We jumped the fence and we put it underneath all their door handles on, on their house oh, and like no. on every handle thing around the house and stinky, stinky. And, and you're going to touch it. You're going to touch it. Bad kid. Very bad kid. So like annoying. Like if that happened to me, I'd just go like, I'm just throwing that out. Like I'm not going to touch that. I'm never going. They had an outdoor pool. I would never go to the pool again. I'm like, I'm not going to clean that. That's too hard. We started throwing bikes into the pool. We threw like tables and chairs. What's wrong with you? And the family was so introverted for, that I was like nine, ten, and they weren't complaining to my parents about the stuff in the pool. They would just pull it out the pool and leave it to the side. 
and then we'd go and get it and then bring it back into my yard when I wanted the bike again to use it. Oh, no. Like, really bad. I remember being in a tree shining a laser light at her with this guy while she was doing the dishes. She bought new curtains. <laughs> I'm not joking. It went on for a week. She bought new curtains. This is how bad I was as a kid. You're a horrible person. Yeah. In school, very good boy. Out of school, very bad. Yeah, not a good kid Far at out. all. All right. Uh, at the start of this episode, I didn't have one, but... You guys have fired me up and I've thought of one. Um, something that got me inspired to do video production um, before all Stampede days was a, a film called Shenanigans in Year 11 when everyone was busy doing work like a normal student. You've I shown was, me this, haven't you? I was creating like a, a video. Within this video was one thing and this really stood out in my mind as a real nasty one. Um, I had this idea where my brother... Little Jonathan, he ate an entire pancake recipe. So milk, flour, eggs, the works. Spun around, got it like mixed up in his stomach. Oh, and no. And threw it up into a pan, cooked the ingredients that were in his stomach. And re-ate it. Then ate it. Oh, I love the theory behind it. Yeah. How did it turn out? Um, it, it looked like... It honestly looked how it should look, a thick batter that sort of looked a bit sort of acidic and chunky. Really? And he ate it and didn't really have a problem with it. He was fine with it. Yeah, what, That's gross. How did yeah. he throw up? What was the technique? Just the fingers. Yeah. I've never been able to chuck from that. I think I've seen you do that yeah. once. I, need to bring I don't the, know if I can. I need to bring the DVD because it was a, so, so long ago. On one DVD I've got the, the movie – but so it, you've got all this. But it's on mute because it had no sound. And on another one, I've got the audio. So I need to go to a guy and get it Spiced. all synced up. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll just bring it around one night. I'll do it for you. Knock back, yeah? Yeah, if it's on CD, I can do that. Yeah, done. DVD. I'll screen record 2007. it. 2007. Oh, good. Shenanigans is a great name. I love it. Because mm. as kids, we used to get up to all sorts of shenanigans. We used to have um, – we made – me and my mate Ben Bellinger made – I reckon Millicent's first ever orange cannon, right? So oh, one day, I love not, those the, not the potato. It's the same no, thing. It's the sa- same, same. Bit safer, <laughs> or a spud gun, as they call uh, it. Just out of this one. So <laughs> we we went down to. Um, I remember it clearly. It was Mitre Ten. Yeah, went down to Mitre Ten into the plumbing section. I'm like, "What are we doing?" And he's like, "Just trust me." So we got. This bit of PVC pipe, cool. Then we got one of the fucking things that flanges out, and then a big barrel. The lid, bought a lighter, cut a hole in the top, made it airtight, all that sort of stuff. And so ours wasn't super advanced, but you take the top off a little bit, bit of deodorant, turn the top on, click the thing, boom. Mm. This thing was fucking amazing. And then I made two or three more iterations of it. Fucking wicked, so good. The problem was with the first one, the lid that we bought wasn't strong enough. So my mate Ben, we were showing off and every kid wanted to come and see it, all of our mates. And he's like, yeah, yeah, check this out. Shot one. And these things would go, no mayo, seriously, probably 150 metres. You'd shoot them up oh, in the air. Oh, easily. Yeah. Like travel fucking. Is that half a dollop? No, nah, I reckon nah. he's accurate. I reckon he's spot on. Nah, these going, going, gone. Gone. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so good. I like right? a good cricket field. Yeah, that's second. I was tier. thinking from um, like the oval we used to run around, standing at the because everyone the, knows that oval. No, like a sports field, four hundred meter track. Yeah. 
you'd shoot it from standing at the starting line and it would go past the 200-meter bend sort of thing. Like it went fucking ages and heaps far up in the air. Anyway, Ben Bellinger had this fucking thing and we're at Jason Faulkner's house. Showing off. Check this out. Bang! The orange went out the fucking oh, end. That, that's a really good that was impression. A good, that's the second best sound effect you've ever made after that little fucking yeah. blender noise if you, you made. If we weren't talking about this and he was just like, pick the sound and did that, I'd be like, yeah, I yeah. know what that is. The bang though, the whole lid that we had the um, lighter connected to shattered and like smashed his hand into pieces. So what? he oh. had like half his thumb was hanging off and I was, no. like, I was like, mate you got to go to the hospital. And he's like, no, 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 I'll just put a Band-Aid on it and it, like, it'll stick back together itself. And <laughs> no, you need stitches, and all this mate. sort of stuff. I was like, no, no, no. Anyway, so he was really worried about getting in trouble. Three days later, he's like, I think you need to take me to the doctors because this is getting infected and it's like still hanging off. Oh. He's like, I want to see it, if... Was it just a chunk of skin yeah, that was hanging off? Like, it's not like bone or anything, but like, yeah, yeah like a, a fair, thick fair chunk. chunk. Yeah, a few I, stitches. I so... Yeah, we've gone to the, the the doctors, not hospital, and the doctor's like, mate, how long ago did this happen? He's like, oh, not long ago, like <laughs> earlier. And he's like, um, that's full. And he goes, can you f- stitch it back on? He goes, I don't know. I'll try if you want. Disinfected it all, stitched it. It didn't stay. Like, it was dead. It didn't stay on. Oh, he lost his thumb. Lost just like big chunk of his thumb. Crazy. Ah, never, never to grow back. Just gone. Just gone. So forever now, no thumb man. Yeah, just edge of the thumb. No good. Yeah, right. Orange Cannon was so much fun though. We used to play, um, we used to do videos as well. Not shenanigans, but other sort of things. Yeah. This? Uh, no, no, keep going. Oh, okay. Um, we used to take the Orange Cannon into the cricket nets and someone would be fully padded up and you'd shoot oranges at him. And it's like, oh. they'd go so fast, you couldn't even play at them. It was wild. So you just swing when you think they're going to click the yeah. button. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. You had to, like, duck. Like, a oh. few of the times, the guys, like, shot head highs. We, had, we had a game like that once. It was in a garage, like a cricket net. So you drive in, the back of the garage opened up into a, a backyard, and the front yeah. of it had a roller door. Yep. So we basically had three guys at the front of the roller door on the inside and three guys um, on the inside of the garage that would open up to the backyard. And then one guy in the middle. And the game was called Don't Die. And what you do is you'd pick up a soccer ball and all you had to do was kick it as fucking hard as you could at the guy in the middle. And that was it. And if the guy in the middle stopped it before, let's say, a foot, or actually ever got the ball, basically, you'd then swap out with someone else. And it was an amazing game. So much fun. No one ever got seriously hurt. But it's just one of those kid games that you make up. And you just, I want to play that stuff now. These wicked games as kids. I just can't believe you lose them all. You get so creative and yeah. it's so much fun. Like we used to play frisbee games and all sorts of stuff and you make up your own little thing. Exactly. Like, oh, you hit that pole and it goes in, then that, that person does oh, this. So yeah, it's creative. Cool. Creative school stuff. Love to be a kid again. Mm. Uh, anyway, on the back of That's Gone Out, I reckon we go out and say thanks again for listening to us for another week. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Hit the bell so you know when the, the things come out. Also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. I think I already said that. So get stuffed and see you fucking later. Well done. All right. See you guys. Bye.